Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini-series on the Fit Design Podcast, where we take bite-sized pieces of the Fit Design content you love and break it down for you into easy-to-understand bite-sized episodes. As we all know, cash is king when it comes to business. Nowhere is this more true than in the fashion world. Throughout the many FitBites we've done, we've continuously seen that good cash flow is an essential part of running any successful apparel brand. In short, cash flow is a measure of the balance of money in versus money out. On today's episode, I'll be giving you guys my experience on fashion cash flow and the immediate steps you can take today to improve your cash flow so that you never find yourself in a sticky situation. As I mentioned in layman's terms, cash flow is a measure of the money in versus the money out. When your cash flow becomes negative or when your cash flow happens so that your cash out outweighs your cash in, This is where you find yourself in a deficit. And if this continues to happen, what you'll find is a edge closer and closer to bankruptcy, which is definitely something we wanna avoid. In order to avoid this deficit, I'm going to run you through seven key ways or steps that you'll be able to take right now to minimize your cash out and enhance your cash in. Tip number one is definitely something that I can personally relate to. Many designers have a habit of overspending on samples. You've created your tech pack. You have this perfect design that you can clearly visualize in your head. And now it's time to actually prototype it. Many designers will end up overmaking and overspending on samples, trying to chase that perfect image of the idea or the design they had in their head. Guys, prototyping is extremely time intensive and cash intensive. It takes a lot of time and effort to draft new patterns, to create new trims, and to create your prototypes. So try to set your standards in a way that makes sense and aligns with your final goal. The goal is not to create samples. The goal is to come to market with a product that satisfies the vision that you have in your head. So definitely try to minimize overspending and overcreating samples as this can be a huge drain on your cash flow. Number two, limit your expenses. When you're starting off small as a solo entrepreneur or even in a partnership, you don't want to get too lavish. You don't want to get too fancy. At this stage, it's all about learning the business, becoming accustomed to all of the different parts of the process and knowing where to spend your hard-earned money and where not to spend. Learn the different aspects of your business. Learn accounting, learn IT learn design, learn to project manage. And then as your business grows, as you gain more expertise, you'll be able to bring on the right talent to spend the correct amount of money on them. And because you know a little bit about that part of the business, you'll be able to effectively manage and guide your team. Yes, you wanna make sure you're bringing on people more talented than you so that they can cover your weaknesses. You focus on your strengths and you allow people to cover your weaknesses. But by knowing those areas of the business, even at a surface level, you're able to make sure that you're getting the right people you need and that you're spending appropriately and adequately to get the job done. Number three, make sure to ask for credit from your suppliers. And I'll say this as a little bit of a caveat. 
you need to build up good credit first and foremost. Focus on three or four orders with a supplier where you're building good rapport and you're actually building good credit where you're paying on time, every time, in full with zero issues. By doing this, you're going to put your suppliers in a better and more comfortable position to consider taking on credit terms with you. This is essentially where they'll give you a net payment terms of net 30, net 60, net 90, where they'll deliver the goods to you and allow you to pay them back once the goods have been delivered within a set timeframe. This is a great solution to a cash flow issue. At the same time, focus on building good credit with local financial institutions. By doing this, you'll actually be able to take out business loans, which again will allow you to pay for stock when you have to pay upfront so that you never find yourself in a position where you're being over leveraged, having to spend your own cash on product. Number four, and this is a little bit of a continuation of number three, you can actually do this today. If you have a credit card from any financial institution, use your credit card to pay for goods. By doing this, you're effectively giving yourself a minimum of 30 days to pay back whatever goods you've actually purchased on that card. And by paying on time, you're actually going to avoid interest where this may not be something you're able to do with a loan. So definitely consider using your credit card and making sure that you're paying on time. As you continuously build up credit, that credit line on the credit card will actually end up getting larger and larger and definitely in some more advanced financial institutions and financial countries, you'll actually end up reaping rewards and points back and cash back depending on the amounts that you spend on the card. Number five, set terms for your clients to pay you sooner. So this actually goes hand in hand with structuring your net payment terms with your suppliers to pay them later. Make sure that you're positioning or that you're being proactive with your clients so that any overdue invoices or unpaid invoices are resolved immediately. You never want to be caught in a position where you've delivered a bunch of product to multiple vendors and none of them have paid you back. This is a surefire way to find yourself in cash flow hell. Number six, consider selling any equipment or things in general that you no longer use or no longer need. This is an easy way to number one, get rid of stuff that no longer serve a purpose in your life. Two is a nice way to generate cash flow, and three is a good way to actually free up space so that you can bring in other things that you actually may need. Consider selling equipment, consider selling some personal things, consider selling some furniture, whatever it is that you no longer have a specific use for, get rid of it. And this is going to help you bring in some much needed cash to help boost the cash flow health of your business. Last but not least, always make sure that you have a stash of cash for a rainy day. If the last year has taught us anything is that whatever can happen will happen and you should be prepared for the inevitability of a bad situation. Use the times or the good times to actually store cash on hand. I would recommend a minimum of three months. So tally up your business expenses, multiply that by three, and that's the amount of liquid cash you should have at hand. That way you're never finding yourself in a position where your business desperately needs the cash to survive and you actually don't have it on hand. There are things that are continuously going to be out of our control. So use the good times today to prepare you for the inevitable bad times that are going to come. This is a great way to make sure that you survive 
both the ups and the downs. We all know that life is not a straight path and this is one way to make sure that you are standing the test of time and your business continues to succeed no matter what the circumstances. Well, that's it guys. That is a wrap on today's FitBite. Hopefully you've learned a thing or two and you've gathered some very useful tips and tricks. I cannot stress enough how important it is to have a healthy financial lifeline for your apparel business. It's going to help make or break your business in key strategic times. So do not overlook this part and make sure you're taking the steps you need today to put yourself on the right track when it comes to cash flow. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of FitBite. Until next week's episode, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FitBite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.